Hello ladies, I swear every time I come on here I forget what number we're on and also I just said hello ladies, that's really rude of me, it's because I'm just so used to speaking to just my clients. Hello anybody that's listening to this, however you manage to find your way here, I appreciate you being here with me. Um, let's go with, I don't know, 28, episode 28, I don't think it's 28, anyway, whatever episode it is. Today, I want to talk about habits a bit more, or again, or I don't know if I've ever spoken about habits, however, that is the topic of today. I have had lots of conversations, obviously, with clients recently and in check-ins, and habits always comes to the surface at some point, whether it's breaking old habits, whether it's creating new habits, um... And, you know, you've got all your generic information out there about, oh, it takes 21 days to form a new habit, which, in actual fact, that is not evidence-based. Um, it's very, very different person to person. It might take you 21 days. It might take someone else, you know, three years. <laughs> That's a bit extreme. But, um, yeah, the, the evidence doesn't support that. But, anyway, I am not here to talk about the length of time it takes. I'm here to talk about a alternative or maybe not even alternative but something I was reminded of the other day of how to break down and view habits so if we think about a habit having like three parts we think about it having like a cue and then a routine which is the habit itself and then a reward if we can break it down into that it helps us understand the cue that's driving the habit and then the reward at the end of it, which is reinforcing it, because that is what happens with habits. Our brain is always looking for a reward. When it gets a reward, it tends to make things easier. The brain will always try and avoid a negative experience. Um, if there is kind of a bad experience attached to it, or um, you know something that feels negative, feels like a bit of a punishment, or it's just a, a bit of a nightmare, the brain's not going to make it easier to do that again. So when we're trying to potentially form a new habit, we have to think about, I think the most important part of it is, yes, the cue is great, whether that is something visual that you see that reminds you to do it, or whether that is something you have attached this habit to that, that tells you to do it. Um, but I think the reward is the really important part um, because we do actually sometimes need external or extrinsic motivation to do things before it becomes intrinsic and I think you know everyone says oh whatever you do it needs to be intrinsically motivated which is great and a lot of things do have to be but sometimes it's going to be extrinsically motivated until it becomes intrinsic so what do I mean by that? I mean, if, for instance, you are looking to make consistent exercise a part of your week and you're really struggling, yeah, there's this barrier, you're just not getting it done, you're saying that you will, but you won't. Also, remember here that when you say you're going to do something and you don't, and then you make yourself feel really guilty or you berate yourself or you punish yourself, the brain will also remember that. It will also remember the negativity and it will avoid that as well. So it doesn't have to be a negative experience. It can 
it can just be the negative emotion that you feel when you say you're going to do something and you don't. So be careful that, you know, if you do say you're going to do something that doesn't get done, you need to be kind of neutral about it. You kind of need to step back and logical and be like, okay, why is it that I'm not getting this done? So thinking of it that way, how can I add a reward to this thing to make me more extrinsically motivated until I start to get a different type of reward? So let's say you're trying to make um, exercise a consistent part of your week. Okay, what can we do to add to the end of it? So the cue might be you book a class, right? You're going to get that reminder that you've booked the class, it's on your phone, it's in your calendar, whatever. That is the cue. Or maybe, you know, you see your, your training kits laid out. Then the actual habit is going to be getting to the class or the gym. The reward after it might be getting your favourite coffee on the way home, depending on the time. Obviously, if it's an evening class, don't be having coffee on the way home. It might be getting home and having a nice, long, hot, relaxing bath. It might be, and I'll use one of my clients as an example, she goes to a boot camp class, but they do these insane, amazing, like, all singing, all dancing protein shakes. Um, and you can get, like, Nutella ones and Biscoff ones and mint chocolate ones, and she absolutely freaking loves this protein shake that she gets after a workout, something like that, when you're attaching something that you really enjoy to the to the thing that you're not so much enjoying, you will be more motivated extrinsically to go, and then once it becomes a bit more consistent, you'll actually start to feel like, you know what, I've got so much more energy, I am sleeping so much better now I've been consistently going to this class, I have such better mood, I don't feel as stressed, and then you won't need to remind yourself like, oh, I'm going to get a hot bath after this, or I'm going to get that protein shake after this, because it will start to be intrinsic. You will be reminded that I'm going to feel so good after this class. I'm going to feel so good after this workout. That's what I mean by having the reward, extrinsically motivating yourself until it becomes intrinsic. If it doesn't become intrinsic and you are still feeling the sense of like, ugh, don't want to, don't want to, have to talk yourself into it all the time, like every single time, and then even the extrinsic reward is not enough, then you need to maybe question, is it actually something you can or want to do, or is there something different you can do? That would be my advice for you trying to make a new habit. The brain is going to latch onto a reward, that extrinsic reward, until it latches onto something intrinsic. Now, when it comes to stopping a habit it's really hard to give up a habit you currently got when there is nothing else going on in place of that so if you're really struggling to give up a bad habit maybe what you need to do is replace or change it to something maybe it's similar or maybe it's something that has got a very similar cue and don't see it as I'm not doing this. See it as I'm opting for something else. And not that, you know, I think when we have quite negative language around like, oh, I need to give up this. Well, if you're giving it up for nothing, then of course it's going to be hard. But if you're giving it up for something else that you know is good for you and is better for you, that's how you start to break that pattern. So it might be, you know, you're really struggling to get up a bit earlier to, and whether that's for getting up for, you know, you might be getting, wanting to get up earlier to go for a walk, you might be wanting to get up earlier to get some exercise and you might be wanting to get up earlier so you can have a slower morning and have a nicer breakfast and get your food prepared for the day. If you're really struggling 
to not snooze your alarm and you know you're struggling to not get up 10 minutes before you've got to leave the house it's because you're not you know replacing that with something and it may be the reward that you need but something else that you know is good for you so it may be that you want to get up earlier because you want to go and have a really nice coffee and a really nice breakfast or you're making it at home that is um it might be that you want to go for a walk and see the sunrise and reminding yourself that that's a really positive thing that's going to be really nice and that might be the kick to kind of get you to stop snoozing your alarm if you're just getting up because you feel like you need to get up or everyone else gets up at 6am so maybe I should that's not going to be a habit that you can break. You're not replacing it with something else that is going to benefit you at all. So thinking about that, thinking about what can you put in place that's attached to that cue that is quite kind of similar, similar time of day, something that you would normally do to make it easier. And also try and break down your habits if it's quite a big thing that you're trying to do. Every single habit that we have has steps along the way. We need to have small steps and small rewards over time so that when we start to reap the actual benefits and the brain starts to see the actual benefits, you don't need the rewards over time and you've cleared all the steps and then you just want the feel-good benefits all of the time. You have to be patient with it. You know, I never used to be someone that would get up early. I never used to be someone that even exercised. I hated exercise. I was like, why would anyone want to do that to themselves? I never, ever imagined that I would be somebody that would want to get up earlier to go and get exercise in if I knew I wasn't going to get it done later in that week or that day. Because I know how that makes me feel now, but I didn't at first, and it was really hard to break that habit of getting up earlier and making time for exercise. So I broke it up. Some days it was just, just get your, get your gym stuff on, get in your car, and just drive. Now once I'm in the car and I'm driving, where the fuck else am I going to go? I'm going to go to the gym. Or it might be like, why don't you just walk to the gym, get there, have five minutes on the bike and then leave. Chances are, once I've done that first little step, which seems quite manageable, I've done five minutes on the bike, I might go, right, actually, whilst I'm here, I'll go and do a few machines. And you build it up that way. I think sometimes when we we say, right, you know, I've got a client that's trying to run a marathon, I think she's thinking of the whole thing so far ahead that it's really putting the brakes on her training at the moment and she's just not able to connect with this this running that she's got to do we're, we're doing small increments of running we're building up we've got four months to, to train for this and we're getting stuck and I think it's because she's thinking too far ahead she's not breaking it into small steps and there's no reward it is just negative like oh I don't like running <laughs> I don't like the feel of my joints hurting the next day obviously once she gets into it she's going to feel fitter she's going to you know reap those benefits of her day starting with a run and it, and she always says that actually when she does do it, the day is way more productive. But at the moment, there's too much negativity and not enough reward. So I hope all of that makes sense. Start with intrinsic and then we can move to the intrinsic, but we've got to be patient and we've got to do it over time and do it in small steps. Thinking like the brain as a person, it kind of is a person because it's part of us, but it is always going to grab onto negative memories more than positive so we will retain a negative experience far more easily than we will retain a positive one if you think about 
if you went to a family gathering or a friend gathering, you might get, um, I don't know, let's say 10 people compliment you on something you've been doing lately. Maybe you've done something at work, you've achieved something at work, or you've launched something new within your business, or you've started doing something for an event, right? One person gives you a negative comment and says, I actually thought that it was pretty crap. I thought you could do better than that. That one negative comment will stay with you all day, probably all week, probably every time you see that person. But all those positive comments that you got from other people just kind of are forgotten. It's the same with experiences. It's the same with the way that we talk about things that we do internally. Our brain will pick up on that, even if we're not saying it out loud. If we are thinking negatively and we have negative feelings towards something, our brain is going to remember that. It's going to go, whoa, 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 we're not doing this. This is shite. We don't like the feeling of this. So why would we make it easy to do this? So, you know, we have to treat it like a bit of a child, the brain. Give it a little reward. Here's a little something, something. Keep you sweet. Until the brain goes, actually, you know what? There's other things. There's other benefits to this. And I get why we're doing this now. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day about this, to be fair. And um, on that, it said, you know, the things that are good for us are always hard before and then easier after time. Generally, the things that are not that great for us feel great at the time or feel great before, but feel absolutely shite afterwards. Um so, you know, they always say you, you never regret a workout once you've done it. Like, it's it's hard to get there, but afterwards it feels great. You know, if you're trying to, I don't know, eat less takeaways or drink less alcohol, drinking alcohol is a great idea at the time. Feels great at the time. Feels shit afterwards. Having a takeaway and, you know, really, really pigging out if you're doing it quite often. Great at the time. Lots of pleasure, lots of dopamine. The next day, you probably don't feel that great. If it's a one-off, fine. But if it's quite consistent, it's not going to be a great feeling that you have. So just think about that. If it feels hard, that doesn't mean that it's never going to feel easy. It will over time. You just have to give it time and you have to break it down and add those rewards in. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of external motivation. Um, And yeah, I thought I really loved you know being reminded of all that and I wanted to share it with you because I think sometimes we just get caught up in the cycle of like shame and regret and punishment and then we never step any further because we're just stuck in this thing of oh I'm never going to do it it's never going to happen um when it can we just need to give ourselves the right environment to thrive within that um so yeah that is my ramble for this week on a little bit on habits and breaking them down. I hope it was helpful. As always, please let me know if you listen and it was helpful. Let me know if you're going to implement anything. Let me know if it changes your life. I doubt it will, but it might change some of your habits. Um, and I'll be back next week with a Q&A episode. I hope you're all well. Take care and we'll speak soon.